Uh, hello, folks. Welcome to your Late Late Capitalism show. Uh, we're here. It's the new year. It's 2023. Uh, there's only three of us now. Uh, we have been abandoned by Megan. So now it's just, it's not even boys week. It's not even boys night. It's boys the rest of time. How does that feel? Boys forever. Boys forever. It's fine. After the year of the woman, it's now finally time for the year of the boy. So I'm very excited. Right. Yeah. What year is it in the Zodiac? No one's quite sure. They make it up every year, I think. But just because we're missing this female presence doesn't mean we're not working on ourselves and improving. So uh, I just want to know, like, what are you guys bringing into 2023? Like, what's your New Year's resolution this time around? Yep, I've got one. Okay. So as we all know, I've been on this long journey of self-improvement, mentally, physically, emotionally. And I've decided that in 2023, the next logical evolution of this journey is to finally make sure everyone can see that I've become the great dragon. Do you see it, Dean? Do you see it? Hang on. I'm squinting. I'm tilting my head like a puppy. Oh, yeah. No, I'm getting it for sure. That's right. So I'm going to take off my uh, shirt and reveal a very elaborate back tattoo. And then to ensure that nobody else tries this transformation, I have consumed the painting by William Blake, the Great Red, Great Red Dragon and the Woman Clothed by the Sun. So yes. I'm going to tell you right now, I am not able to attend any art exhibits for fear that they will try to like pull it out of my mouth in one long unbroken string. <laughs> but I have transformed. Or, or just and... flay the skin off of your back. That's right. Hang that so up. obviously, big year for me. And if you are a journalist, you should probably stay away from me because, uh, well, you know what it takes to become the great red dragon. You got to crack a few eggs. That's right. That's so right, true, that. Jesse. Thank you. Along that vein, my uh, New Year's resolution, similar to Jesse, is that I want to be recognized for being the grand wizard that I am. Mm. Nice. And I want I want people to know and see. Do you see it, Dean? Hang on. I've got my magnifying glass out. I'm adjusting the focus. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I get you. Yeah, I'm totally picking up what you're putting Do down. I look like a grand wizard right now? Yeah. I, I would argue you always have. I'm pretty it's always grand. been inside you. Yeah. It yeah. Really you, you've turned your like triple XL t-shirts that you wear like a long dress into something a bit more <laughs> spiritual and old yeah, fashioned a, style. Yeah. <laughs> a different three letters in a row, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, t- I took like the classic like t-shirt pajama shirt mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah. made it a little more fashionable. <laughs> when your girlfriend is wearing your clan robes and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, no socks, girl. What the mm. fuck? Yeah, like so we've established, you know, chance, nice long flowing robe, cookie monster mm-hmm. pajama pants underneath it, yeah. uh long beautiful hair. Really honestly, quite a sight. So that's your Now as the grand wizard, like what's your what's your spell casting? Like what's your DC? Are you like a 13, a 14? Oh, well, I don't uh, you know. Mhm. I don't cast spells. Numbers are just like Mm. spells are just a number. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, there's wisdom. Technically within, within the, within the very strictly, uh, outlined rules of the game. Yes. Also, Dean, what's going on with wizards of the coast? Why is everyone mad at them? Oh Christ. That's, is it a long thing? thing? That's a developing story. Uh, we, we will definitely be talking about that. Once things shake out and we understand what's happening. Ah, okay. Uh, gotcha. Is, everything's up in the air. They keep changing their mind literally every other day. Did so. they go bloody woke? Yeah, they're yeah. they're tr- they're trying to to make D&D even woker than it was last time we talked oh, about it. That's uh, awesome. Which is a shame. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I I appreciate your guys' resolutions uh being just like claiming titles for yourself. Wait, I think I have that's one actually more too. That, Oh yeah. Okay. I, sure. I have an actionable resolution as well. This, this is a two-parter. Right so I'm going to be the Grand Wizard and recognized as one. Mm-hmm. I also want to keep my my pussy fresh throughout the new year. Okay. Nice. So I've I've like last year you maybe let that fall by the wayside, <laughs> let it get yeah, a little stank. Yeah, I let it drop. Yeah, I let it hang last good. year, and this year, <laughs> this year I'm keeping it tight. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. I, I personally 
No one's more happy to hear about that than me. I'll, I'll let you know. <laughs> nah. Good. Dirty pussy gang for life. No, I can't support you. I'm man. a reformed We need to man. make merge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but my my resolution, uh, like yours, a little more health based. I've been, you know, trying to slim down and just like, you know, feel more energized. I think it's already working. I'm on an all seed oil diet. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, nice. I, I seed the oil. I drink it, folks. That, that's uh. been my process. It's been great. Uh, just I take like a nice, like, pretty re- like really big luscious mouthful of canola every morning and then just like ride that out it's pretty good you know what the other word for canola is in around the world uh no what what could that be uh, look it up folks it's okay yeah <laughs> folks yeah look that up do, do that google up. that little homework for the boys at home <laughs> make it making you do work yeah, now this is oh. this is an all boys cast. <laughs> oh, I actually yeah. think I figured it out without looking it up. I will say, <laughs> yeah. I was like, why would he? Uh, the, oh, the, yeah. Those fucking those kooky Brits. Yeah, what? they're at it again. <laughs> what an appropriate words. That's their national condiment. Yeah, pass me a pass me a cigarette. Yeah. What did you say? <laughs> the majority of that crop is grown in Canada. That's why they call it canola. Yeah, but with with a name like that, it really does throw back to the old British school style of doing things. Our more learned listeners will that's, know. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it's we're an all boys cast. I'm pretty excited for our all boys listenership. Uh, if you're a Big lady, yeah, please. I know that's like eighty percent of our listenership, but we're we're just going to excise you. I'm pretty positive it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, but we're we're. I'm sorry, but we're we're transitioning into. uh, We're going to become the male role models that the left needs, and we're going to start that Mm. by ranking every one of the four billion women alive today based on attractiveness. Chance, go. Yeah, number one, uh, Kat Dennings. Oh, Uh, okay. Maybe that's a uh, a bad choice because she is a white cis woman, and you know I hate them. You know I hate them. It's tough. I don't know yeah, why. We, okay, but... we'll just put all white women are in like the bottom tier. Yeah, like yeah. three billion to, to four billion. But for some yeah. reason, I I can't really put my finger on it. But for some reason, she gets a pass. I don't know mm. what it is about right. Kat Dennings specifically. You're but, allowed to give uh, her a pass. Yeah, yeah. It's just something about her that makes me think that she's cool. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm. I won't rig any woman because uh, yeah, they're all they're all at the bottom. Yeah, they're all at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no point. Well, you're gonna you want you want me to tie for four billion? No. Yeah, they're all crazy. at the bottom, but they're playing golf, folks. So a low score is good. Uh, women are queens. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna rank uh, women because I don't give out participation trophies. You fucking. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's Dean, classic kooky leftist, talking about women's golf, the LPGA. Nice, Dean. I just call it golf where I'm from. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Sorry. Well, uh, I I think we we can all agree that we do have to decide on a new number one, given that the reigning champ uh, has just left us. True. I don't know if you guys heard the the terrible news, uh, but Lynette Hardaway died last week uh, at fifty one, and Le- Lynette is. Lynette Hardaway, also known as Diamond from Diamond and oh, Silk. Oh, uh, Lisa Marie realize Presley you... also died. She did die. Yeah, that was going to be who I was going to suggest to replace Diamond. It was going to be Lisa Marie and Silk. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's something going on here. <laughs> and the other woman I was going to suggest was Christine McVie, and she died last year. It so I don't really know what's sad. happening. I what's, remember the day yeah, Queen, we Queen need to Lizzie look died, and, and Jesse was like, oh man, there won't be a replacement for Diamond. Yeah. Queen Lizzie has passed. Yeah, no, we do earnestly mourn the loss of uh, Larry Hardway, or whatever her name is, Diamond, from <laughs> beloved dual act Diamond and Silk. And I'll tell you yes. right now, she was deserving of top billing. Real uh, DS heads will know that when it came to Diamond and Silk, she was really the Paul Simon of the group. Yeah, where, although, Silk was just sort of like the, the hype woman. 
And although she Silk, the fl- yeah. yeah, she would she would she would do some arranging. She would set Diamond up, but it would be Diamond who would be the punchline. For instance, when they were at their iconic CPAC set, which oh, yeah. you know, true true fans, my Woodstock, exactly. True fans, we made we made a pilgrimage to it. Uh, like we've got it on vinyl. You know, everybody that was in that uh, venue hall that day. It, they all went on to start conservative dual groups of their own, right? Like influential, unbelievable. And when they said, when Silk said, we're going to get a, what was it? Ah, yes. They talk about the Green New Deal. And then Diamond said, we need a Green New Deal for babies. You know, it was Yo, chill. Yeah. The place place That's went so right. off. There were people literally shouting their Diamond breath, like their dying breath to support Diamond and Silk. So mm. the loss of Diamond is... Literally and figuratively, a massive loss. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> her, her big heart just plain gave out. Yeah. That's what that is. What As Trump said. <laughs> and that's beautiful. An insane, an insane thing to say about anyone. And you can tell, like, she was perfectly healthy in her heart, but just plain gave out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and you can tell, like, one of the only people Donald Trump actually liked in, like, conservative circles was Diamond. Oh yeah, and he's yeah. completely either neutral or does not have like does not like silk. But Diamond was clearly a woman after his own heart. I think yeah, it's no, probably they because got she's entertaining as fuck. Yeah, Diamond is Diamond was the star of Diamond and Silk. Mm-hmm. Like, what's Silk going to do from here? Like, what do you think? What's next for Silk? Because she's in trouble now. Well, uh, I do know that there's a lot of woke companies out there mm-hmm. that could really use. You know, like a black mascot. <laughs> She's gonna be the next female Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> she already kind of. She's like the same shape as one. We do need. We do need yeah, hotter. She's M&M. gonna be the black Eminem. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, t- this is gonna be the only Eminem Tucker, Tucker Carlson will have sex with. I was going to go for the low-hanging fruit that she could work with, like, Silk, the oat milk company. Yeah. But, like, I think her being with M&M's makes way more sense. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Are we talking... <laughs> At first, I thought we were talking about Marshall Mathers. No. But we're, not, we're talking about M&M's, okay? I would love... You need That's a what I meant M&M. when I called her the black M&M. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. We do need a black M&M. That's something that we've been missing. Yeah. yeah, they got the brown one with the glasses. We've We've ranked... We've talked about fuckable candy before. We oh have, yeah. yeah, that's half of that, our catalog. a classic bit. But yeah. I really do think that Silk is what they need to cross over because obviously, like right wingers love treats, but they're not going to eat the women candy because imagine, you know that's what Chester Cheetah, but it's just Silk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not Chester Cheetah anymore. It's just <laughs> Silk hanging out mm-hmm. on the Cheetos pack. Why yeah. would she? Why would she say that? That's her catch. That's literally her catchphrase. That? That's crazy. <laughs> you clearly don't listen to enough silk. Yeah, you're Be not careful. a real fan. I yeah. don't. But yeah. I imagine she's probably pretty sassy. She literally—that is their entire brand. Like, I am not even kidding. Her job was to say "mm-hmm" when Diamond said something. Like, it is she's Family Guy level. It's yeah. literally like Migos. Like, yeah. she's the athlete. She's going to replace. Uh, she's going to join Migos. That's perfect. Yeah, she's going to replace yeah. uh, Takeoff. And I have to say, for our listeners, if you've never listened to the song "White Diamond and Silk," you really are depriving yourself of yeah. something truly fantastic. A song that forever altered my brain chemistry. Yes, yeah, yeah. but rest in peace, Diamond Silk. We look forward yes. to your work with the Eminem Company. Uh, I think that's what Mars. Mars yeah. and Mathers. S and M. That's what they're gonna call them when <laughs> she's on there. Silk, yeah. and, Silk and Mars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that's smart. She's gonna be the black M M&M and M with like kinky <laughs> like leather wear on, and yeah. And so you're telling me hip hop? There's a there's an M M&M and M that would crush my nuts. Hmm. hmm. Very interesting. They say she would split me in half. Yeah. Now so. <laughs> I need to know. I, mm-hmm. I went Ben Shapiro. I, I, yeah. Ben Shapiro ah, so would be so, all over it too. So you're, so you're telling me that they're um, well. This is just proof of um, woke culture going amok. It used to be there were only white M and M's, right? Uh, there was only white ones, and now you've got green, you've got red, you've got blue, and uh, and you're telling me there's going to be a brown and a black M M&M and M now. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, and you can't ask these questions. You, you can't, you can't, you can't ask them. Anyways, go see Gina Carano and Terror on the Prairie, which made eight hundred dollars this month. Yep, budget of 70, uh, yeah. 75 million? Yeah, made like $800. That? Yeah, Holy pretty sick. Holy shit, for yeah. real? Yeah. Sorry, oh Benny. Oh my god. Yeah. 
uh, I do just want to, well, before we, you know, uh, move on, we, we know what Silk's future looks like. Bright, obviously. Uh, yeah. Diamond, though, the, the thing that's, you know, swirling around in my mind is that uh, they still have not uh, released the cause of death. <laughs> yeah. Which, and I don't want to get conspiratorial here, uh, but a massively overweight woman who believes that COVID uh, is not real. I feel like there was some deep state involvement. I don't see any other uh, explanation here. Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm going to tell you right now, I did Google diamond and silk weight. <laughs> I did not get any results that were helpful. <laughs> but Well, you didn't get any results because the, they're making you wait. Yeah. Hey. They'll come up later. Maybe, do you think she got Havana syndrome? Yeah, that's a killer. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> she got shot with the microwave cricket gun. Yeah, well, she's she lives in North Carolina. That's as close to Cuba as you can get. Yeah, yeah that's the closest. She, she, she died in a daring raid on Joe Biden's compound to find the documents in his garage. <laughs> <laughs> her, her running the shit like she's triple x yeah. <laughs> triple xl <laughs> yeah they tried to lower her from the ceiling like mission impossible and she <laughs> it didn't go well she almost proved that the election was stolen but then she got distracted by the vintage coke machine that biden yeah. has in his garage she got her hand trapped in the uh, the bottom of the coke machine <laughs> and then it fell on her <laughs> oh man well another mystery solved <laughs> can i have can i have a pepsi is coke okay mm mm <laughs> it's weird that, that those were Silk's comments on her dear friend Diamond's death. Yeah. Uh, well, R.I.P. Diamond. Uh, we will miss you. We will miss you dearly. Yeah, she was a ton of yeah. fun. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, that was an easy one. Hey. Yeah. I am White Diamond and Silk. I am White Diamond and Silk, supporting President Trump. Triggering all of the lips. I am what diamond and silk. I am what diamond and silk. Supporting President Trump and triggering all of the lips. Okay, well, moving away from, you know, being cruel to women, let's uh, investigate their natural habitat, the kitchen, shall we, Uh-oh. folks? Mm-hmm. Do, you remember, yeah, do you remember that joke from like, that was like the funniest shit you could say on Reddit in like 2006? Yeah. Yeah, Go make cool me a story, sandwich. Babe. We, we yeah, need to bring that back. Yeah, but mm-hmm. oh, now it'd be now it'd have to be woke. It'd be like, oh, bring yeah. me a bon me sandwich because we're woke now. Yeah, yeah. Cool story. Uh, NB, bring me a taco. Or yeah, something. that's right. Something yeah, that's like that. yeah. yeah, that's what it yeah. is now. It's sad. <laughs> that's true. And- NB. <laughs> yeah. Cool story, Zerd. Bring me a fucking yeah. Ramen there you go. Night right yeah. now. Cool story, Mistress. Peg me. That's <laughs> peg my ass. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> oh, oh, little joke for all the pe- Peggle fans out there. Yeah, true peggers. But uh, folks, uh, are, do we want to talk about gas stoves? Uh, do we? Do we want to? Yeah, let out I also. I also don't know what this is about. Like, I just see people talking about it, and I'm assuming it's some stupid culture war thing. This is 100% a stupid culture okay. war thing. Because I've only, yeah. I haven't even seen the original post. I've just seen people like making fun of gas stoves, and I was like, "Damn, General Electric is fucking copping big here." There's like nothing to this story. Oh. Well, there's a bit to this story, but it, essentially, it is a lot of people freaking out because they read a couple headlines from people who were just like barely talking about something that was mentioned. Like it, it's it's crazy. Is that was in the documents? <laughs> Something about a gas stove? <laughs> like that's what it seems like. That's the only two things people are fucking talking about. As far as I understand, there was a uh, a bill proposed by some like you know little middling congressperson who, based on research that gas stoves uh, are harmful, particularly to children growing up in the homes of gas stoves. Uh, can yeah, uh, lead to all sorts of health issues, uh, asthma, well, etc. Yes, uh, so there was uh, not even a bill, I don't think, but just kicking around the idea of proposing a ban on gas stoves oh. uh, in Be- the United States because of the long-term harm and like the amount of people that get injured yearly from yes. gas stoves. And and by this ban, yeah. it would just be like, don't build any more. Sure. <laughs> Basically. Okay. No, they're coming into your home. They're removing it. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> 
come and get it and it's just a okay. stove that makes okay yeah, that makes motherfucker sense where, yeah that's a post that chance that's not yeah. a joke that happened <laughs> yeah it was oh. matt, matt gates Wasn't matt it? gates oh, posted that and yeah. now as of today uh or sorry as of yesterday i should say team desantis uh ron desantis mm. Uh, I did see he that. posted similar memes, and now he's selling merch. He's selling aprons with "Come and take it, uh, don't tread on Florida" yeah, the, with a gas range on it. Yeah, the, the "Don't tread on the Gadsden gas stove" flag was yeah. very impressive. Oh my god, I sh- I it's teach beyond them how to parody. Roll coal with their gas. Stove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, that's the next thing the liberals are going to come for. They're going to tell you that you can't roll coal anymore, and. <laughs> I'm just gonna Disgusting. pump black smoke out yeah. of their fucking gas range. Yeah, what's next? You're gonna stop me from drinking from a poisoned river? Okay, liberals, why don't you try and stop? <laughs> what's next? I can't light the Cuyahoga on fire anymore. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is literally one of Ohio's greatest traditions, and that's how so many Ohioans deal with the stresses of the world. That's their stimming. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> Two hundred thousand Ohio State football fans after they lose to like Michigan will just take matches and drop them in the river (laughs) and they'll do like the shaky hands as it burns yeah but like this whole gas stove thing obviously as uh we continue on into the 21st century the discourse and the political things that we talk about are going to get dumber but this Mm. is Am I, I think I'm pretty safe to say the dumbest thing so far. Obviously, Republicans don't have a lot to grab onto right now. So they're looking for anything to get mad at. And this just happened to fall into their laps. But like, it's the perfect example of how like completely like baseless and nonsensical culture war is uh, and how it, it needs to be this sort of like tribal and stupid in order to get you to ignore the stacking contradictions of the capitalist system we live in. It has to continue to get dumber in order for us to not address any of the actual problems we're facing. But uh, just just to explain how dumb this is, I, I could have prepared a very detailed examination of all the costs and benefits of different stovetops, uh, but this isn't fucking Consumer Reports and I don't give a shit. Uh, what I will say is that I consider myself a pretty middling cook. I can make an okay meal every now and then. And I've only ever used like the cheapest fucking electric stoves that my landlords have found on Alibaba.com or whatever the fuck. Uh, So I really doubt you need a gas range in order to make whatever fancy food you're trying to do here. I did have a gas stove at a place I lived and like it was fine, but does it make a big difference compared to an electric one? In my opinion, no, not really. I mean, the benefit of the gas stove is it's like there's no warming up period. Like if you're in an industrial kitchen, having a gas yes. stove, very, very helpful. But if you're That's just around the say. house, there's really not a big difference and personally. The, the, the thing with gas stoves in an industrial kitchen or even in like a, like a restaurant and things like that is they're checked like – a lot oh, man. and also yeah. the range hoods in those kitchens Cleaned. don't have they don't have to worry about uh noise like like volume in kitchens so they're cranked like they're incredibly oh, yeah. powerful at homes they purposefully don't put in the strongest fans ever in your range <laughs> deaf and <hood>. everything because <laughs> it would literally yeah it would just fucking it would be annoying as hell but in a restaurant they're allowed to do that there's already so much noise going on. And there's very rigid, at least there's supposed to be like safety standards in terms of upkeep, maintenance, and cleaning with like a gas range in a kitchen. Whereas, you know, around the house, you're like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit about this. The only thing I could see a gas range being problematic for is wok cooking. Um, <clears throat> because woks, you do need gas. But yeah. that being said, most people who use like their woks. Uh, have already circumvented that, and there's literally like one one sized like propane powered mm-hmm. gas range, right? And I don't think propane's ever gonna go away. And I think that's what the craziest thing about all this is: is that like, yeah, your house didn't get built with a gas range. Uh, you could still use the barbecue. You yeah. know what I mean? If only like, there was ways. a portable way for me to have an open flame. Yeah, yeah. and do it outside. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. And then and then also, yeah, you can get like a one size, like with a very small canister, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, the benefit of that is that you're not having gas constantly pumped into your fucking house, <laughs> right? Yeah, like that's the that's the harm here. Th- this is like the cherry on top is how freakishly uncommon gas stoves are in America. Yes. Like they're like the idea of like you know DeSantis and all of these people trying to like oh don't tread on me like this is like the common people rising up against big government is hilarious because like the only people who have gas ranges are like the petite bourgeois. Mm -hmm. Like I I saw this map where it it detailed where gas stoves are most prevalent. And there's only three States in which uh, around or over 50% of uh, households have a gas stove, Illinois, California, and New York. Uh, hard blue states yeah wow Uh, that and the only reason they have it is because they have like gas line infrastructure from when those big cities in the late 1800s had gas lamps yeah it's not common anymore unless you are doing something industrial like Mm -hmm. if you're a catering thing that you do out of your house you might outfit your house with one yeah yeah, or a fucking yuppie in the suburbs who wants the like the most expensive gadget uh, in your kitchen. Yeah. That's when you get a gas stove. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And even then, like, honestly, a lot of the like conduction stoves or electric stoves are getting so good now. The problem before was that stoves were fucking wonky, right? Mm-hmm. Like they weren't flat. And so you had so many issues with uneven cooking all the time. Mm-hmm. now it's completely different like the game has totally changed especially with those like glass countertop stoves mm-hmm. uh like if anything it's it's not only is it safer it's just easier to do that being said i'm not against gas stove no it's no. just like it's really weird i am fuck gas stoves people... fuck you for having a gas stove well i'm we, not gonna we shouldn't be burning gas. gas stove yeah fair F- fuck you totally like fair. like you're, hey, you're like, hey don't say fuck me <laughs> yeah. hey no, i didn't fuck do you, anything chance. This yeah. is your fault. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yeah, no, anyone no, who like you. wants a gas stove or like I like sure if you're in an industrial kitchen, whatever, even still like doesn't see like it seems so like we're moving past that. In. I I I'd like to uh, no, I was not going to say that. Um but yeah, anyway, the <laughs> He'd like to have sex with your grandfather. Is what that's what say. I was trying to get to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I could I couldn't quite connect the dots. Oh, Thank God you Jesse bothered. for yeah. helping me out with that one. I'd like to be in your grandfather. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> so there's no gas stove with like shortage or or callback. That and that's what I assumed this was. This was some kind of like gas short like No. Okay. It's just that, like, people were talking about that they were bad, and then everyone's like, don't yeah. you dare take this from me! That they're, like, giving kids autism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, in the 1970s, the best way to treat autism in kids was to burn them on a gas stove. So. <laughs> That's right! <laughs> you get the, that way they behave normally. The yeah, for a bit. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. Smart. That's actually who's putting this fight up, is special education <laughs> teachers. you can't take this from us (laughs) tried and true method you've underfunded us so much already this is the last indignity (laughs) open flames in the home (laughs) the absolute like the final punchline on this uh is that uh, governor de sanctimonious is you know making all this merch, trying to like make this like a big culture issue for him right now. Only 8% of Floridians have a gas stove in their home, which is the lowest rate in the nation. Yeah, mm. I wonder I wonder how rich those 8% are. Like, yeah. I wonder I wonder how much of it is grandfathered in or just people Oh no, like that would that would be exclusively almost exclusively, I imagine, people paying to install gas lines into their home. Uh. I think it's also like the big, genuinely the big proportion of people that make and sell meth. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, cooking meth on a gas stove hits so different. Yeah, that's that's a, that's that's a really good yeah. point. You can actually t- like, there's so much better mouth feel. Like, you can taste the char. <laughs> like, uh-huh. it, it, so it's like it's yeah, like four percent is yes, extremely rich, like jet ski uh, dealership owners, and the other four percent are the guys that were out in the swamp during True Detective season one. It's like, <laughs> that's literally the divide, and all of them will be voting for Miss Florida, Ron DeSantis. Yeah. 
And they all go to the same masked balls, as far as I understand, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ron DeSantis, Florida's king in yellow. Hey, man, when you wear the mask, nobody knows your income, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Honestly, it's kind of a utopian society, this uh, presenting ball. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Joseph Stalin famously had lots of those masked get-togethers. Where, uh, yeah, uh, Eyes Wide Shot was uh, Marxist propaganda. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Showing us what a utopia really was. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's what people misunderstood, and that's that's why you know it was such a such a touching and incredible movie, and such a landmark piece of cinema on the left. That and it also tells you that weed makes you go crazy. Yeah, yeah, which is which also really true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a weird <laughs> message. <laughs> Smoking a blunt and becoming a servant of Moloch. <laughs> that's what happens, dude. Yeah, was it was like a chick tract in that movie. All of a sudden. <laughs> Oh man, uh, when I was a, a, a young boy uh, and we used to smoke blunts, me and my buddies uh, back home, if if the blunt smoke went into our eye, it's mm-hmm. incredibly painful. Like yes. smoke in your eyeball hurts and it makes you cry immediately. So we used to just say it was uh, the creator giving us a kiss on the forehead. <sighs> and- <laughs> <laughs> and okay. that was us that was us essentially <laughs> praising the devil right there. Yeah. So I can see it actually happening. Mm. All right. Well, Dean, what what are you thinking next? Are we staying on the food train here? We've we've talked uh, about the M and M's, gas stoves. Yeah. Let's. What? what yeah. What, what's our our third course? It's it's the food, Professor. Folks, we're eating professors today. Uh, I have only recently uh, come to terms with this guy's existence. Maybe you were familiar before, but yeah, I've gone down the rabbit hole on the food, Professor. Uh, and I do want to shout out at the top. Uh, Jeremy Apple of The Orchard uh, wrote a excellent article well, no. on The Food Professor. Okay. A guy named Jeremy Apple didn't write about The Food you Professor. You got onioned, my yeah. boy. There's no way. There's no way. No. Jeremy Apple, his friend Princess Bubblegum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They've all been talking about The Food Professor. You guys ever bite into an onion thinking it's an apple? Yes, no, yes. Now we're in the terrible. Polish portion of the podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Take that. Yeah, the, the, the food professor is, is a Polish guy who's just like. <laughs> he's like, yep, he's that's who, they, they just come he's just to him. They bring to him random. What's food and what's yeah. not food? <laughs> they, they bring him random items. Like one guy brings him an apple. He just nods his head sagely. Another guy brings him like a rock that he found in a farmer's field and he just shakes his head grimly. <laughs> This is the most powerful man in Poland up until 1943. Yeah. He actually, like, it was just, it's not even that they were starving. It's just that so many Polish people were just not eating actual food that just by (laughs) instating this guy, they cut their famine by like 40%. Yeah. He's the hero of Poland. It's it's unbelievable, and uh, and 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 his his great grandson has made waves here in the good old C A N A D A with uh, it sounds like some really uh, great pieces of work. Oh yeah, P- piece of work is definitely how I describe this guy. The food professor's uh, Christian name is uh, oh. Sylvain Charlebois. Uh, Sylvain Charlebois. Quebec, and I butchered his what? name. Uh, yeah. I know it's hard to believe. Can I have a a Muslim name? Am I allowed to do that? <laughs> yeah, instead of a Christian name, you're t- yeah. I mean, you can convert. There's nothing <laughs> yeah. stopping you. Can I have a Jewish name? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm, I no. don't know if we're allowed to call them that. No, you you can't. <laughs> That's <laughs> no. a slightly different religious taxonomy. Oh, you don't man. you don't convert and then <laughs> take the yeah. name. <laughs> Yeah, I it's, think that would be very confusing. Yeah, you you can't multi-class into Jew, Judaism. You sort I of, guess like George Santos <laughs> kind of did that, but with like being Hispanic. So did Beto O'Rourke. It's not multi-classing. I I actually dual boot. I wake up in the morning and I decide. <laughs> are you, are you going to be Mus- Are you going to be Muslim? Or are you going to be Jewish today? Which <laughs> I'm bringing. Yeah, which which one of your multiple baby. personalities is going to take over? Yeah, chances chances the guy we need to send down there to Palestine to get that whole situation sorted out. I'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah. He's gonna he, my boys. He's gonna use his his Muslim name and then talk with a Jewish accent just to really get the the full. <laughs> yeah. And what would that sound like, Jesse? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do the Bobby Hill. What are you talking about? 
that's right, a... sorry, sorry, Dean. I didn't know. Yeah, the food right. professor, Sylvain Charlebois. Exactly. Uh, so he uh, is born in Quebec. Uh, he does his undergrad at Royal Military College, Ew. Kingston, oh. Ontario. Ew. Yeah. Oh. In food, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was peeling potatoes in the mess hall. Yeah. <laughs> that was his major. <laughs> he, he was grinding up all the, the car accident victims into the next week's meatloaf. Yeah, that's right. He saw a man handling an onion, and he was like, "You're a doctor." <laughs> <laughs> oh, a doctor! Why can't you be more? Why can't you be more like Mr. Charlebois's son? He's a food professor. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So uh, he does his undergrad at RMC. Eventually, ends up working at uh, Dal. Uh, how do you pronounce Dalhousie University? That's a demonic combination as well. Like RMC to Dal is like prep school and then finishing school for being a rapist. Yeah. So (laughs) funny you mentioned that. Um, He uh, is named the Dean of the Faculty of Management. Uh, He holds the position for two years. uh, And then in 2018, he resigns after complaints are filed against the food professor for, quote, bullying and harassment. So he resigns that job and then immediately hops to an equally cushy job also at Dal as the director of their agri-food analytics lab. How could you keep this guy on? Like, I know this happens all the time, but it's like, it's not like he went away for a bit and came back with like a mustache. It's like, no, you moved him from one to the other. He probably kept the same office. Like he's a Catholic priest just being moved from fucking church to church. But not even that. It's like down the hall. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, uh, the the church. I didn't think the the food professor was going to have such a dark, twisted backstory. Yeah, I tell you, I I went really. There's a lot of lore to this guy. But yeah, so what what does the food uh, professor do now besides running an agri-food analytics lab? Uh, He is everywhere. In last year alone, he was quoted or interviewed or straight up just wrote op-eds in 156 different news stories. That's that's CTV, Globe and Mail, The Star, CBC, all of them. Yeah, that was like half the stories that they wrote last year. Yeah, yeah, that would have been half a year's worth of interviews if it was one per day. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. These these types of people are always the sickest too. The, the, oh yeah, the professional talking head. Yeah, the professional are, media fucking. Oh yeah, they are people, the just worst. Sitting in front of a mic and just running your fucking mouth with knowing nothing. It's fu- honestly, it disgusts yeah. me. Yeah, but like doing these interviews, like how in depth do you think it's going to be? It's like, so what's the potato crop look like this year? And he's like, well, you know, it looks pretty good. Harvey Weinstein did nothing wrong. And, you know, they've been growing <laughs> a lot of like the three sisters along with them, too, you know? Yeah. We haven't sacrificed enough children to the harvest <laughs> god. Yeah. That's, that would be awesome. Yeah. That Can would you be imagine sick. how sick that would be if he just he's, came on? He goes on, CB, he goes on CBC and he's like, have you seen Children of the Corn? Yeah. <laughs> It's uh, so yeah. This is a, a real media creature, not good. Yeah, evil, real media evil creature man so far. Cre- I would argue the the second most well known Canadian academic alive today, besides you know friend of the show yeah. JP. I really uh, yeah, I really don't know who else you would have on there. Yeah, and what what does he do with all of this attention? Not even anything cool like child sacrifice evangelism, but uh, just shilling for massive grocery corporations. Mm. In, in, like, the sort of classic uh, Matty Iglesias vein of, like, oh, I'm neoliberal. a renegade. Yeah, well, like, I'm a renegade truth teller. And, like, I'm cutting through the fog to show you, like, what's really happening uh, and defying conventional wisdom. Uh, but the conventional wisdom that he's defying is that uh, everyone's getting gouged and everyone knows that they're getting gouged because no one's a mm-hmm. fucking idiot. Right, right. And it's such a funny side to take, too, because really, you are on your own. Every other person is like, groceries are so insanely fucking expensive. This is so stupid. And he's like, no, no, you know what? You should accept what you have, peasant. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> one, one versus one million person. My God. So besides all of these uh, interviews uh, and op-eds that uh, he writes, uh, he's also uh, very combative on Twitter. 
always sort of jumping into the fray when people are talking about food prices as they have all year as they continue to skyrocket. He uh, mostly uh, is uh, affronted with the, uh, quote, uh, instant vicious attacks against Galen Weston, the CEO of Loblaws. Uh, We'll get to why he's so eager to defend Galen later. Uh, I think Uh, I have a theory. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. It's because he's gay. This might be the, the, the most uh, famous of the, these incidents, or at least uh, the most famous one in recent memory, where there was a tweet that was sort of viral on Canadian Twitter of uh, Loblaw's five chicken breasts for $40. Oh, yeah. That's the good stuff. He <laughs> responds to this writing, uh, On the surface, the collective uproar against Loblaws lacked any rational thinking. Uh, uh-huh. The chicken breasts in the picture are skinless, boneless, and free from hormones and antibiotics. And this makes them a premium product. <laughs> Shut oh the fuck God. up, dude. Uh, what are also, you talking about? To all of our listeners out there, buy one filleting knife and never buy skinned, boneless chicken breast again. You'll save yourself, like, so much money if you eat chicken often. Just eat the bones. Who cares? Yeah, just, just eat the bone. Yeah. You call yourself a real chicken fan you won't even eat the bones? Pussy? Yeah. Suck on yeah. them. Mm-hmm. What, you, Make a little leave chicken a bone stew out on the counter? in your mouth. Yeah. Make me think think it's a dick? Yeah. I'm on to your tricks here. <laughs> yeah. You expect me to suck on this? Asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Once again. And like, what an insane thing to say that like five chicken breasts being like $40. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Looks good to me. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, I, I also, I have a little quote. Uh, Loblaws was, uh, also spoke to the media uh, about this tweet in particular. And they said, basically verbatim, uh, what the food professor said. That is a premium product, and as such, has to be sold at this price. So, like again, just like literally a, a mouthpiece for these companies. His argument is essentially, you can choose to buy something else, so don't complain when certain things go up in price. Yeah. From the looks of it. Because he, he revisited that tweet not even that long ago. Or, yeah, yeah, only a couple of days ago. And event like essentially that's what he said. He was like, "If you feel like the price is too high, just don't buy it." And it's like, yeah. "Okay, oh, the th- thanks, thanks right. for the tip, asshole." <laughs> yeah, like people probably aren't gonna buy it. We're just complaining about it. Yeah, he's also under fire uh, in uh, my community, the uh, thief community, by mm. um, uh, oh, just yeah. uh, t- tweeting uh, famously like, "Oh, like." You think it's okay to shoplift food just because you can't afford it? <laughs> yeah. That was my introduction. I think it's okay to shoplift food in general. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I don't even Who care cares? if you can afford it. Somebody needs to eat. It's just going to get thrown out, idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking steal it, yeah, dumbass. Whatever. Yeah, I, like he's taking the Javert to, pill. Yeah. I, yeah. I steal from Loblaws all the time with the self-checkout. <laughs> Yeah, that's why the they funniest put it there. thing to do. Yeah. That's why it's there. Yeah, it's like, wow, this guy's receipt is like two items and he's got three bags with him. Damn. Just know the code for bananas and you fucking at least get a crazy discount. Yeah. Folks, I, have a friend who knows the code for bananas, okay? Yep. They know. If you if you want one, we'll uh, we'll include it in the link in the description. <laughs> <laughs> the Loblaws banana code. <laughs> I also saw him, perhaps satirically, uh, just on that note of food theft, he like shared an image or like a quote tweet of like cheese wrapped in an anti-theft alarm. And he's like, perhaps this will be coming to Canada soon. And I wasn't sure if it was him being tongue in cheek or him being like, this is your consequence, motherfuckers. I I tried to warn you. Well, I would argue this is your consequence for firing all the fucking checkout clerks and replacing them with robots, you morons. That's right. And as, as I think Dean was going to get to, uh, the food professor ended up talking on CP24 about invisible oh. meat security tags. Did you yes. see that, Dean? Is that what you were going to bring No, up? I haven't heard about this. Okay, so, so he just yesterday uh, was talking on CP24 about uh, invisible security tags inside meat that somehow deactivate when checking out. And then, <laughs> and then um, so nobody's Science found fiction. this. No. Nobody's found this. Nobody knows what's going on and why he even said that. Uh, and then he goes, well, uh, you know, a lot of these companies are using products from this 
company, which is Sensormatic, which has been mm-hmm. used forever. It's like the, the you know, the like anti theft, yeah, the, the anti theft stuff on everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I browse their website, and not once does it say that they make things that are not only invisible but disappear after you pay for it. No, it's it's literally impossible. <laughs> you know how that's why, like clothing stores, they remove the tag after you've purchased it. It's it's yeah. not that they scan it and you can just walk out willy nilly. You're fine. So, so essentially what he did on the news, surprise, surprise, was scare people into thinking that they could get in a lot of trouble for stealing meat. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Why, Dean, why do you think he would uh, try to be on the defensive for meat theft? Yeah, well, like uh, just adding to that, he also uh, just a, a couple of days ago put out a- another op-ed. Uh, we all pay for grocery theft. Uh, which argues that the reason why food prices are so high is because of shoplifting, uh, which is just patently insane. (laughs) Fuck off. Uh, If that made any sense, right, Walmart would not be the cheapest place to go and get stuff still because Walmart is easily the (laughs) highest thefted fucking place, you know? Yeah. They've been doing it for like 100 fucking years. Like, why aren't their prices astronomical? Yeah, it's so easy to overpower those old ladies they have at the front. I don't know. Like, what, yeah, what are they trying to do here? I just fucking body check them. Yeah. Oh, you hurt your hip. I don't give a shit. <laughs> even, if, like, <laughs> even if there was an invisible tag, once again, just run out of the store. My biggest advice to our yeah. listeners is if you're going to do that, just get good at running. Like, I've been steal as much as you want. Re- uh, people I've been that re- work at grocery stores cannot touch you unless they are security, and even then, they cannot accuse you of shoplifting until you've left the store. I'll also give you a, a secret: people working in like retail or grocery, even if they th- know you've shoplifted, they're not going they're to be like fuck. they're not going to stop you because they tell them like you know don't put yourself in danger. So there's don't be a hero. Yeah, don't there's nothing they will do to you. And wear a mask. It's COVID anyways, but like wear a mask anyways. Give yourself that next little level of protection. Yeah, a nice uh, balaclava or burka yeah yeah especially a burka if you if you can swing that because they're they're, what are they gonna ask to see underneath it like i'm yeah i'm gonna sue you there you go i'm i'm gonna take you to court and i'm gonna be awarded seventeen thousand stakes as like (laughs) arbitration i'm gonna request it 20 tomahawk stakes yeah yeah i like I've I've been uh, I don't know if you guys listened to the the new Chapo series on the Thirty Years War, but they were talking a lot about how uh, like the church before the Protestant Reformation had all all of these like specific rituals that only they could do in order to control the populace uh, and put this fear in you that you like have to do as they say. And is there any better example of that in the modern age? Than a food professor uh, saying, oh, by the way, there's invisible tags in the meat, so you actually can't steal it. Uh, trust me, they're there. <laughs> it's like, it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, no, um, it, it is bizarre. But yeah, this, uh, we just to, to round out uh, this guy here, this fucking food professor. It's been scrubbed from Dal's faculty page as of now. Uh, but if you go to the Wayback Machine, God bless it, you can see that our ARB friend uh, Sylvain uh, took 60K from the Weston Foundation uh, for <laughs> what? Uh, his lab, which he uh, claimed in a, in a very defensive uh, tweet that I found was to uh, pay his uh, grad students. Uh-huh. Here, here's the full tweet, he says. I have never been paid by the Weston Foundation personally. We did receive a 60K grant several years ago uh, so I can pay students. It ended in 2017. I looked it up. That's not true. No conflict of interest. Still not satisfied? Call legal. Take a number. Uh, Which implies that a lot of people are accusing him of taking money from the Westons. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to add my name to the list. Sir, I'm almost certain that you are. And if you're not, then why are you not? Because you're just basically working for them, it seems. You may as well be getting paid. That you picked up on the fact that it must happen often. Because um, just yesterday, again, on this same tweet about the invisible stuff uh, that they put in the meat, his response to somebody calling him out for the 60K from Loblaws is... I was never paid by Loblaws Ontario. The Weston Foundation gave us a grant years ago to pay for a postdoc. Our relationship ended in 2017 when I openly criticized Loblaws for the bread pricing story. Oh, you mean the thing that everyone knew about and that they were legally (laughs) held accountable for? Interesting. Yeah, so it sounds like he repeats the, you know, the same 
phrase pretty much mm-hmm. probably weekly from people and it's really weird because like you think he would just like own the meme by now and just not bother paying attention to that but yes. it seems like he keeps bringing it up himself yeah I, I i have a couple more little tidbits on this guy one he paid for his blue check on twitter funny oh awesome. what i didn't even notice that Oh, yeah. Uh, And two, loser. he has been accused on Reddit, uh, you know, grain of salt, but I'm choosing to believe it, of uh, repeatedly editing his Wikipedia page uh, Mm. himself. Like they trace the IP to uh, Dal. uh, And yeah, he he seems to do that all the time, which is pretty cool. Yeah. uh, One guy says here, his Wikipedia article reads identically to his LinkedIn page. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder so, what came first. Uh, food professor, you know. Thank you. And any other thoughts on this guy uh, before we we move on? Food professor, get fucked. That's get what I fucked. Say. I don't like anyone who criticizes any t- sort of shoplifting. It's such a it's such a bullshit. It's a victimless crime. Hanging. It's like it's like when people immediately jump to like they're looting. <laughs> yeah, like, fucking stop. Yeah. Like of all the things to be critical of. You're choosing oh my God. the the most desperate, not saying anyone has to. I'm not saying people just do it for survival like some people tend to believe, but it is still an act of desperation because you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position by committing these crimes. And not only that, but it's like it's crimes for merchandise and things like things that people use in a day to day or well, things that people to need from to or... continue staying alive. <laughs> And that is specifically when it's with food, correct? I I just, like, anyone who hops on, like, the, you know, any private property damage is bad, any shoplifting is bad, it makes you an immoral character, get fucked. Every single one of you. Stupid. Uh, And, like, the the rich have always been doing this, too. They, like, either uh, critiquing food theft or outright characterizing it, which I find disgusting, uh, I look at the hamburger and I say, my culture is not a costume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. Dean, Dean running around McDonald's everywhere. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Wearing a striped jumpsuit. Yeah, I think if the food professor saw saw the hamburger, he would treat him like Homer did with the crusty burglar and just beat him to death in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> uh terrible but uh, yeah uh food professor uh i i'm just gonna say i know this is what you want i'm gonna pray for it too i hope that we do end up living in the pod and eating bugs because that would mean that we'd have to grind up your fucking body uh yeah. and <laughs> mish it into the soil and green because uh, you are a fucking insect to me bro bu- bugs are tasty as fuck I, I don't think anybody that, that complains about eating bugs has ever actually tried bugs. I'm oh just yeah, this, yeah. Is a, this is a this is a bug heavy pod. Yeah, so this is a, totally. I'm ready for bug feed. Soy, bugs, seed oils, yeah, uh, canola, and wife. other. Yeah, I'll wife a bug. Yeah, we're always yeah. chasing them. Like this is yeah. a very bug friendly <laughs> show. Like you ever see? <laughs> yeah. You could say, yeah, you, you could, could say that. that way, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that, I think yeah, that's, that's how I would describe it. We yeah. chase a lot of bugs. Yeah, I'm always yeah. asking women to crush me under their feet like a bug. Like, there's yeah. lots of, just saying, like, I always, I when I go to Starbucks, I tell them to put little bug on my Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, little little bug. Then, then the barista has to call it out. It's so epic. Yeah, my, <laughs> my immediately. I was at a hipster coffee shop, and they were all whispering about little bug. <laughs> They're blue hair and pins everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, when they said little bug, a woman with blue hair dropped her pin in her coffee and her eyes bulged out of her head. <laughs> I'm, def- I'm tired of these liberals with their blue antenna and pronouns. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. You're born with the exoskeleton God gave you. <laughs> you can't just metamorphosize. <laughs> yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> Wait. My friend is transitioning. He's getting a bunch of silk to make a bed. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, speaking uh, of silk, uh, we and we brought it back around again. Ooh. I just really want to rec. I really just want to encourage people if you're trying to support silk in this trying time, uh, you can yeah. buy their book, Uprising. 
Who the hell said you can't ditch and switch? The Awakening of Diamond <laughs> and Silk. Is that about <laughs> swinging? Crazy. Uh, yeah, they, in the book, transitioning. Diamond and Silk stated they were offered $150,000 by an unidentified person to stop supporting Donald Trump and endorse <laughs> another candidate. That's a lie. That's just <laughs> no, a that's, lie. That's true. <laughs> it's 256 okay. pages. Oh, who, okay, who do you think that was? Do you I'm think it was silly. Pete? Do you think it was Amy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do uh, I think it was yeah. a Democrat that asked them to stop supporting Donald yeah, well, Trump? <laughs> oh, wait, you think it was someone from the inside being like... Yeah, because they're inside. like, oh, di- <laughs> Diamond, and si- like, you're you're supposed to be on our team. Uh, you're supposed well, it was to after, be... It was after POC. he lost. It was after oh, he lost, so lost. it was whoever... It was, it was like, it was like, very clearly Ron DeSantis, if this is true. You think it was Lauren Boebert's fat ass? <laughs> okay, <laughs> she's got nothing to her. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's not true. <laughs> You're yeah, spreading disinformation. No. A fucking I, huge dump. But uh, anyways, my, my suggestion, <laughs> I was just, I was laughing about it, but the assassination of Diamond by the coward Silk has just been burned <laughs> in my brain. I, th- I think she killed her sister <laughs> so oh she could God. usurp her and become the queen of the Diamond and Silk brand. It's a classic story of someone who didn't have the gutspa or the charisma yeah. to take, her, take the top spot. Yeah, so she, now she has to claw her way back. She An put uprising, co- if you will. She put COVID nineteen vaccine like she's like squirted up, like she was basting a ham. <laughs> and Diamond ate it and yeah. died. <laughs> just like how Dave Kroll <laughs> killed Cobain. It's sad. Yeah, it got stuck in her throat. <laughs> like she just tried to eat the ham in one bite. And got stuck. <laughs> you can see the bone poking out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, very yeah, food heavy episode. Yeah. Uh, they well, died as they lived, uh, eating. Well, thank you, thank you, boys, for <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> and <laughs> thank you so much uh, for, for, for coming to dinner with us. Uh, that's right. Yeah, for enjoying uh, this feast, the Last Supper, if you will. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we will uh, see you guys next week, where we probably talk about the Saudi takeover of the WWE. Bye-bye. Oh yeah, oh, there's a lot mind. of WWE news we have to get to. Well, we'll get to that next. I'm encouraging our listeners if you'd like, tweet uh, at the Food Professor and ask him what he thinks of the sexy M and M's because I'm actually curious yeah. to see what he has oh, to say. Oh yeah, well, he probably has a lot of research. <laughs> yeah. He's like, as I've quoted in the 2014. Uh, food yeah. diet. m sexiness yeah. is down 27 percent since 2019 <laughs> yeah. and that's because of the rise of deviant stealing their images and likeness to create pornographic <laughs> pornographic media now a female m&m is much like a female woman and during my time at rmc in dalhousie i found the best ways to subdue them <laughs> <laughs> the green m&m wears heels in order to be detected less when she's shoplifting me <laughs> yeah the, this a certain podcast encouraged m&ms to wear a burqa so they could steal candy from the, <laughs> <laughs> the corner store this is dangerous awesome. and irresponsible <laughs> m&m's response to the whole like unsexualizing of the mars candy company has uh begun to implement sharia law for all of its candy yeah. mascots well it's just like <laughs> you know everyone says like the right is going to move towards islam like tate is already doing it yeah uh, it's yeah. only a matter of time before corporations do it too. Smart. That would be yeah. They're gonna be so pandering. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna be. <laughs> uh, Islam washing. God, I can't wait for yes, the first Eminem to wear a full hijab. That's going to be, uh, be incredible. And that's right. All right, let's. Uh, I'm hungry, like genuinely. Get some meat. Who's hungry? Peace out, dude. Not black. I am white diamond and silk. I am white diamond and silk, supporting President Trump and triggering all of the libs. I am white diamond and silk. I am white diamond and silk, supporting President Trump and triggering all of the libs. I'm playing Fortnite. You're playing PUBG. I'm using gamer words. You're using lead speak. I got the triple dub. White Wendy Williams. I'm white Arsenio Hall. No Bill Clinton. I'm reading QAnon. So I can learn shit I made based groypers of all my grandkids I was shadow banned Cause I was posting facts I'm like diamond and silk But I am not black I am white diamond and silk I am white diamond and silk Supporting President Trump And triggering all of the libs I am white diamond and silk I am white diamond and silk Supporting President Trump And triggering
Covering all of the lips I go to Trump hotels for every vacation I got heat stroke at Donald Trump's inauguration We built the wall now, we're done and now we're sick of winning I got that Donald Trump suit, that means it's well fitting I got my identity stolen from buying a Donald Trump coin on TV I dialed the wrong number and someone pretended they were QVC It wasn't me who spent that $300 on DoorDash and Uber I'm moving to Florida so I can vote for Laura Loomer I am white diamond and silk I am white diamond and silk Supporting President Trump and triggering all of the lips I am white diamond and silk I am white diamond and silk Supporting President Trump and triggering all of the lips RV the DNR now Mr. Trump, if you can hear this, RV the DNR now, we're ready.